And I, you know, I watched him and my grandma reuse everything. I mean, to, to a ridiculous degree, it was kind of a joke. If I went over to pick up tomatoes, he'd give them to me in an old cereal box. I always enjoyed that. And so, you know, I've started gardening and I always like taking care of my own lawn, but I also hate paying for water. And I really think the idea of a, of a front lawn is kind of ridiculous. I, I love growing things. I'm willing to put in the effort for that, but just to have a lawn, it, it, it's just kind of dumb. And so since I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. So ever since I had my first house, I've really tried to get away from it as much as possible. I've tried to incorporate clover seed. I've really tried to get, you know, ever since, yeah, I've been trying to do sustainable lawns. Yeah. I, I've looked into as much as I can and even I was putting clover seed. I, I moved into this house. Um, it's a Levitt house in, I guess, two summers ago. So 2021. And I, uh, yeah, I've tried, I tried everything. I tried clover seed. I tried it. Nothing was working. And again, I refused to water. <laughs> right. So, so then I think I read in your bio, right? You came up with something really creative. I started, uh, yeah, I, it, it was kind of this thing where I, I told my fiance, I'm like, I'm going to turn this little area here into a rock garden. And then that little rock garden just turned out to be basically the entire lawn. And I was out there, I and I dumpster dove the majority of those rocks or kind of finagled them from people. If anyone out there has built a rock garden, you will know that rocks are ridiculously expensive. And you don't realize that till you're doing it. You're like one bag of pebbles or something at Home Depot is like fifteen dollars. Yeah, no, it is, I've, I've had yards delivered of it. I I know it can. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But I just I taught myself how to do it, and I just kept going and going. And I, I mean, it was to the extent where I was getting gravel from like some guy's backyard. I found an alleyway behind, you know, a masonry yard where I was just getting rocks. I mean, I have done it all. And, and that was really such a fulfilling experience just being out there doing it all myself. And then right. to try to sit back down at the desk in September was very difficult <laughs> after I'd spent uh, the whole summer, not only like moving I mean, I dug up the earth and I moved rocks around it, but I also, I, I made it dinosaur themed. And, and, and I, I read somewhere. That was great. Yeah. And so I was, I was crafting all these different things with dinosaurs. And I actually made all of these things with like fake plants and, and any plants that I actually put into the ground are like native plants that don't need water consistently. And so it had um, that it had that sustainable theme. That's wonderful. Yeah, and and it, it's strange because you know I don't necessarily consider myself a eco type person, but it's just kind of I think my internal values have sort of worked out that way, or kind of as I explain it to people, it's like there's areas of my life that I'm very sustainable so that it kind of makes up for the fact that I've been very unsustainable in other ways. You, you do your own carbon neutral kind of 
Right. Like, I use disposable diapers on my kids. I, if I get a paper straw in a restaurant, I'm like, oh my God, you know, like having kids with a paper straw, like, oh my gosh. Um, But you try to save where you can and conserve where you can. Right. I think that's great. Really trying to get, I think I'm really trying to internalize that a lot more this year too. And so that's kind of where this all started. So then what happened after the summer with your big dinosaur adventure? You know, I had been selling on Poshmark off and on since uh, for about four or five years, you know, to get rid of maternity clothes or whatever. And, um, you know, I started to sell some other stuff and then I, you know, was kind of thrifting again. And then, I don't know, I just randomly like made a wreath and in November and then decided to make more. And that's when I, that first pop-up, I went, did my That's where we met. Yeah, I, I did my first pop-up in December. That was my first time actually starting a business. And I did, I sold some reeds and some stuff in December. And because especially um, in buying all these dinosaurs and things from thrift stores, if, if you guys have gone thrift shopping, if you buy toys, a lot of times you get just these random bags of things. And um, so there's a lot of toys you don't really want or need. And then I was kind of, especially even with Christmas ornaments, I had all these random things. So then I was just kind of upcycling those into new wreaths and I can send you some examples of some of the wreaths I've made and hopefully I'll get a better start on it uh, for next Christmas. But I was, I was proud of myself for what I was able to do. And then after that, I kind of just started to, I've been thrift shopping since I was 16 or so and I'm 42 now and I think I have a pretty good eye for it and I started just you know thrifting and and actually it's a weird sort of niche I've found myself in I didn't really seek this out but now it's kind of fun I am sort of specializing in sheets and linens oh right you mentioned that yeah that's fantastic Uh, yeah, and it's because, you know, thrifting around here, I've just found the most beautiful sheets, like these, you know, these Vera Newman ones and things from the 60s. Just, I feel like they don't make sheets and things like the way they used to with that, you know, the bright colors and things are just made so cheaply now. And when I even tell people, uh, when I people contact me and they kind of want to know, or I'm I'm kind of, I have a new friend who's, my gosh, I could be her mother. (laughs) She's like 24 and I take her thrifting with me and I kind of train her in on on looking at stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, if you, if something looks vintage, but you check the tag and it says it's made in China, like, you know, it's not. No, that's that's a good indicator. So, so now you're going to, I think we've met at Long Island pop-ups, right? And right Long Island and Grace who runs it, she did amazing. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of a break now. I think yeah. in this conversation, you you were great because you absolutely told us how your green is sustainable in your own life and what motivated you. So, yeah. I'm super excited about that. And so, we're going to just take a little bit of a break. And then when we come back, um, we want to hear about how maybe you, what you would like for the future and what you would like others to know. And maybe how we can work together to even explore more ways of being green and sustainable. Would that work? Absolutely. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors. 
We'll be right back on Word of Mom Radio. Healing Through the Arts, a wonderful creative program by Arte Gallery and sponsored by Visit Bucks County down in New Hope, Pennsylvania in February, March, and April. Join the team at Arte Gallery and showcase wonderful artists who are healing problems through the arts, whether it's a sickness and illness, miscommunication, barriers on cultural divides or racism and things. Everything is addressed through the creative process. Join us for classes, lectures, and beautiful displays of healing through the arts at Arte Gallery. For more information, log on to artegallery.com. That's A-R-E-T-E gallery.com. Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. Don't let the name fool you. StadiumBags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Be Our Planet Solution on Word of Mom Radio. And we're very excited to continue our conversation with Jay. So we are actually, over the break, we were talking about the fact that our history is the same. She is the granddaughter of Depression-age grandparents, I am the daughter of depression age parents, and I feel that their way of reusing everything and really respecting the resources is something that motivated me. And when she was, even though we've known each other before, I didn't know that that was her motivator. And so I'm, we're very excited to share that together. So right now, what she's going to do, we're going to just talk about maybe exploring other ways of being green and sustainable. 
And then we're going to let uh, Jay close with the story and, and a promotion of what she's doing next, okay? So welcome back. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that's really cool about our, our link with the Depression Age parents and grandparents. Yeah, and it, it's funny to, when you brought that up, it, it's, it's funny just because I, that's affected me in so many ways because my mom was so, like, you know, she just had this completely opposite reaction to it where she throws away everything, you know, and, and I'm kind of this mini hoarder or it's not that terrible, but I mean, when I go and I see old things, I'm so fascinated and, and she is just, if she hasn't more, she's so, she Marie Kondoed before there is a Marie Kondo. If there's something in her closet that she hasn't worn in, you know, a year, it's like, whoop, it's out. You know, I see people online that are like, I'm wearing my mom's belt from the 80s. Like that stuff is gone. You know, my childhood, she, everything is gone. And, and actually that was kind of a huge reaction to me wanting to become an archivist too, because we, we did a lot at my library and that was very, very necessary. I, I do not fault libraries for weeding. Like you have to get rid of books that aren't circulating or they're old and out of date, but we weeded, we were under this edict all the time to weed books to make way for new building and everything like that. And then when it started weeding out really important like historical materials, that was what was bothering me. And it was this kind of, no offense, this kind of boomer attitude of, you know, I think a lot of baby boomers kind of have that knee-jerk reaction against saving things because their parents were such savers. And so they go and they do the opposite, you know? Yeah. And I think so uh, when I even talk about my, I'm, I'm just in this like perfect kind of thrifting area because I'm you know, in, I'm near Levittown, the first suburb. And, uh, you know, I think the things that end up in thrift stores are the things that baby boomers are just like, Oh, I don't want to see this. Like, and, and it, no, I think you're of, absolutely right. And, and the uh, kind of stuff where everyone else is like, are you getting rid of that beautiful mid-century credenza? Are you getting rid of that Pyrex? I mean, it's, but to, they're just like, Oh, I don't want to, you know, see this anymore so it's uh yeah but the internet has definitely helped with that you said that you're on um Poshmark and and different things so why don't you let us know how now I think that like that stuff would normally just not go past the thrift store in your neighbor community but now because of Poshmark and you saying a new one that you're just being part of all those things have allowed those treasures because I look at them as treasures me too. To be able to be put out there to people that want the Corning or the Pyrex because they, they do laugh. And they, I, I'm using my daughter and I thrift together. And yes. she's actually, I think we had the conversation on the break. My daughter is a librarian. And oh, she I want to go with you. Actually, in Springfield, Massachusetts, they have a volunteers called Friends of Springfield. And uh-huh. she was actually writing all the different descriptions and they were oh. selling and there was magazines that were French magazines. Somebody threw them in the trash. They rescued them from the trash and she put it up there on Etsy or whatever they used, eBay. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, yeah. they got four hundred dollars for the magazine. Yeah. Now this was money for the library. Yeah, yeah, the first library. Yeah, magazine, and then the person bought the other eleven or yeah. something. So they got over four thousand dollars for the library from something that was rescued from the trash. So yeah, I mean, and I that's... hear you, and I'm so excited that you know you are somebody, you and many people that are actually taking these treasures, saving them, and then getting them out to the masses through the internet. So tell me more Absolutely. about that. Yeah, and yeah, I just got approved to sell on Whatnot, which is kind of a live auction sort of social network. I don't, I haven't started yet, so I can't really, I'll, I'll start in the next week or so, and then I can probably speak more to my experience and what it is, but I sell on Etsy, and um, I know that, you know, there's a lot of, it's interesting because I think now that it's sort of hit the internet and it's hit social media and it's taken on this new life with a new generation you see, I mean, I don't want to say they're kids, but they're kids to me, like these 20 year olds on TikTok or things like that, posting their thrift hauls and, and, and relisting things on Depop. And, and, and I see a lot of backlash of like, oh, you're stealing from the poor. or This is you're the reason that thrift prices are going up. And the, really the, the bottom line is it's always been this way. I remember being 16 and buying these great 60s dresses, but then, you know, if I went on a, if, I'd, on the weekends or something like that, that's when the buyers would come in and, and buy all the stuff for the vintage stores. And, and from Minnesota, they'd buy the stuff for Minneapolis. And I mean, it's just, it's always been that way. And, and it's, it's that way with everything. It's like people buy low and sell high. And it's like, do you want that low thing to come from someone paying a worker in China, you know, 50 cents an hour and then selling it back to you? Or do you want that to be, you know, an independent person going and to a thrift store run by a charity and cleaning it up and selling it to you. It's what is the, what is the least acceptable solution to you to get well, items? And I couldn't agree more because also those items are not adding to the waste stream. We're actually Absolutely. saving the waste stream of our, our country. And yeah. Our, and they, so they'll go into the nothing more green and sustainable than that. Absolutely. And, and clothing, clothing waste is now becoming the biggest source of waste in, in the United States. And, and I know that I know for a fact, too, that thrift stores around the country are, they're different everywhere. A lot of I, I hear from a lot of people that the thrift stores near them are overpriced, or they're not getting the same kind of things. And I've seen just the greatest stuff. Like I sold this mid-century um, atomic like starburst ice bucket. And this woman uh, posted a review and she had the glasses that matched. And, and um, it's just, it's like, I love like finding that these objects are finding their friends. Or I had this woman and I sold a, this old strawberry shortcake baby blanket and she had her granddaughter um, was just born and she, you know, sewed a new border onto it and gave it to her granddaughter and she you know, sent me the pictures of it. And it's, it's about these things getting new life and they would have just ended up who knows where in the trash or, you know, it's, it it makes me really happy to see these things loved again and somewhere beautiful again. And that's, don't we all deserve that? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, you're, you're, you're speaking to the choir. Yeah, absolutely. And and actually what, you know, the audience doesn't know is that we live near each other. 
And yes. I have mentioned on a few of my episodes that I am sharing the journey of me clearing out my multi-generational parents' house. Yeah. And we've had different companies come through, different estate sales. We One of our groups, was, our interviews was with Ted, who actually ran our estate sale. And mm-hmm. it's going to be coming to my house. And she's actually going to be shopping at my house. Or um, different things. She loves fabrics and linens, and we have all that. So I'm going to definitely post how that turned out for both of us. So um, in closing, I'd love for you to share um, how much you're doing next and what your handles are and how people can get in touch with you so that they can uh, go further and maybe buy from you. Sure. Um, I am the same handle everywhere is Big Adventure Goods. My favorite movie is Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I have sort of a dinosaur theme, so it's just Big Adventure Goods, like G-O-O-D-S. And that's the same on Instagram, same on Etsy, um, same – I think on Poshmark, I'm actually just Big Adventures, but I'm kind of getting off Poshmark, and whatnot will be Big Adventure Goods as well. And, um, yeah, I'm really focusing on sheets and linens and I'm actually doing a bunch of uh I'm going to a Pyrex festival in the end of April that's going to be outside of Baltimore and I'm doing a few different things here on Long Island and I'm looking forward to it and if you guys need any sheets or linens or anything to upcycle into quilts or dresses or things like that or if there's anything out there that you are seeking I am now loving the challenge of trying to track things down for people so uh and then same gmail bigadventuregoods at gmail.com so I'm all over the place and I'm still building up I mean I just started everything in December so I'm still building this up but I'm doing pretty well. Honestly, I feel like you've come a long way. I'm, I'm yeah. very impressed. When I met you in December, there's no way that I knew that that was your first one. So yeah, way to go on that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank and you. I look forward to meeting up with you again in person and sharing your story with our, our listeners. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. To all those tuning in, thank you so much for being with us here on Be Our Planet Solution on the Word of Mom Radio Network. We're going to close out with our theme song from the Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So until next time, this is Tonya Terrell saying, remember, we can be our planet's solution one reusable at a time. Bye-bye. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong.